to In the Country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories, two great stories that get told. Spend some time in the country, now it's time we start the show. Ontario's own Jessie T joins me on the show now to talk about her brand new single out at Country Radio. The song is called Hellbound, and you'll find it on her Reckless Heart album, which is available at iTunes. My pleasure now to welcome Jessie T to the show. Hey, Jessie. Hey, how's it going? It is going great. It's so uh, great to have you back here on the show. Yes, thank you so much for having me back. My pleasure, and I'm so excited to share the new song, Hellbound, uh, a little bit later, and we'll talk more about the song. Once again, uh, of course, it's on your Reckless Heart album, so this is another song produced by the great Rick Hutt. It sure is, yeah, yeah. The uh, the entire album has been out now since September, so when we were talking about a uh, 2017 release, it really made sense that, uh, you know, Hellbound was the next single. It's one of the favorites off the album, so... It's a great song from it. Of course, as I mentioned, Rick Hutt from Cedar Tree Studios, uh, producer on the whole album. And the writers on this song are you, Carrie DeMeyer, and Jesse Pitcher. The three of you uh, wrote this song together. Tell me about writing with Carrie and Jesse. It was, this was actually the first song that the three of us had written together. Um, so it started out, uh, this was the first one that Jesse and I attempted to write. And he brought in this guitar lick. And that's really what this song revolves around. So we had kind of played around with a couple ideas and we decided we should get Carrie's opinion and, and Carrie's uh, kind of fingerprint on it. And we're, we're both so happy that we did because it really turned into something super cool. That, that really demonstrates the power of co-writing. And uh, of course, a lot of people will write songs on their own, which is great. But when you need to and want to have co-writers come in on a song, they, they can really contribute something that you alone wouldn't have uh, been able to achieve. Personally, I'm, I'm a big fan of co-writing. Like a lot of the stuff that came off this album and, you know, ones that didn't make the cut and ones that will be on the second album that we're making, um, they all kind of started in my head or in my living room. But once you bring it to a co-writing session, it's really cool to get someone else's opinion and be able to bounce those ideas back and forth. I think it's a, mm -hmm. it's a pretty neat process. So when you're coming up with ideas, Jesse, for songs, for, for somebody out there who's a writer and might be new at it, can you give us some different ways that you generate song ideas? I mean, is it a melody? Is it a title? Uh, and how do, how do you get those ideas to come to you? You know, it's it's funny. Um, I've I've attempted to explain this a couple different times when people ask, because I think songwriting is a really fascinating idea for, for people who haven't practiced the craft. Um, mm -hmm. ideas or inspirations can really hit you at any moment. So I'm a big believer in having your phone ready, um, whether it's for a voice memo or a note or having a notepad available. Um, sometimes they start with melodies. Sometimes they're a lyric idea or kind of a catchphrase. Um, but I really think that it's important to catch those ideas when they come because I know for myself writer's block is a total thing so it's good <laughs> to have uh, a couple extra ideas in the uh, in the bank absolutely and, and keep it in a notebook and uh, that way 
you don't have to try to remember everything. You can go back and say, oh, yeah, that idea, let me try that one now, and then share it with your writer. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes just even working, kind of workshopping it on your own. Um, I think there's a, a sense of, you know, something really cool that, that comes from just catching those ideas so sporadically. Um, but being able to sit down and kind of workshop those ideas and, you know, bring it to a co-writing session, there's, um, it allows the, the idea to evolve, and that's, that's a pretty neat process mm-hmm. too. Absolutely, and all three of you or two of you, however other writers there are, get to share in the journey of that song to watch it get on an album and then, in this case, be released to radio as a single. So that's the thing I like about co-writing as well. You have a chance to celebrate with those other writers, not just yourself, but in that journey of that song. Absolutely. Well, I think it's it's pretty cool, especially for, you know, Carrie... Uh, was a co-writer for the last two singles that we've been released to radio. Um, and that was a really neat process for us to be able to celebrate in. But this being uh, Jesse Pitcher's first cut as well of, of a song that the three of us wrote together, it's uh, it's a pretty neat experience to be able to see him enjoy. Yes, that is awesome. Uh, our listeners can head to jessett.ca to uh, check out your website and all the stuff going on there. We'll get to the song in just a few moments. Let's talk about Rick Hutt as a producer and tell me, you know, for those who haven't gone into a studio and had someone produce a song of theirs, what are the kinds of things Rick does? Uh, Obviously there's the musical side of things, but vocally as well, does he give you guidance in that area? Rick is amazing. Let me just start off by saying that he is an, an amazing person. Um, He's a vast amount of knowledge. I'm I'm still so awed and inspired by him every single time that I step into that room. Um, there's a really cool thing that happens at Cedar Tree, and it's it just feels like a safe place that you can express your ideas, um, which is really important when it comes to recording. So when you get in that vocal booth, um, he usually lets you kind of explore the ideas yourself, and then he feels if there is some guidance needed. Um, that's when he'll step in. But it's usually a kind of self-exploration. Um, and I think that's part of the, the beauty of Cedar Tree is that you get to figure out um, who you are as an artist, uh, as a musician, and then have you know the guidance of someone that's been in the industry for so long and has that vast amount of knowledge. So I think it's, it's really just a magical place. Incredible that uh, Rick, not only the person he is, but that he creates that environment there so that, uh, you know, you as an artist feel comfortable and can do your best work. Oh, for sure. Well, and that's the thing, you know, you talk to anybody that's worked with Rick or at Cedar Tree, and it's it's really just a common common knowledge or a common denominator that comes from that environment. And I think mm-hmm. that's why there's such great products that come out of there. That is awesome. Now, I noticed on your album, Reckless Heart, track 11, Jesse, has a very interesting title, Meet My Crazy, My Name is Dave. Can you just tell us a bit about that song? (laughs) I can relate to that. My name part. Yes. (laughs) Uh, We always had a joke that that might have been the title track, so it would have been Jesse T, uh, My Name is Dave, as as the album title, but that that would have just been a a titch confusing. That's hilarious. that was a song that I wrote about a, a personal experience of mine, um, you know, maybe meeting an ex-boyfriend, who knows. But uh, 
it was right. it was really just kind of um again one of those moments that just hit and needed to be written about and uh Carrie and I ended up sitting down um two days after that actual encounter happened and that song came about in probably about an hour so it was one of those wow. songs that really just wrote itself from that kind of experience now let's turn to the current single uh, from that same album. The, the song is called Hellbound. We've talked a bit about it. Tell me just a, a bit about the uh, writing session or maybe some of the meaning behind it before we share the song here on the show. Hellbound was, like I said, uh, really based off the guitar lick that Jesse Pitcher brought to the table. Um, the moment that I heard it, again, I, I scrolled through the notes on my phone in this case, um, and I came across an idea about um, an addiction. And so we really kind of um, grew that idea, and it turned into a pretty kind of intense revenge song um, about a friend kind of willing to go through extreme lengths to uh, get revenge for the guy that kind of corrupted her friend's life. So it is a pretty dark song, but I think it just really stemmed from that guitar lick, and we knew that it needed to be a story song, and that's kind of what it turned into. Nice. Let's hear it now on the show, Ontario's own Jesse T. This is Hellbound on In the Country.
And that is Jessie T, her brand new song called Hellbound. You'll find that at iTunes, and you'll also uh, hear it at Country Radio. And if you're not hearing it, be sure to call your local country station or message them and say that you want to hear that song. Uh, let's talk about some of your influences, Jesse, on the music side of things and growing up and even to this day. Who are some of those artists who have inspired you? There has been a lot of artists. Um, I've, I've grown up listening to kind of a wide variety of music. Um, my parents were a little bit older when they had me, so we grew up kind of listening to Connie Francis, Patsy Cline, Everly Brothers, the 50s, 60s kind of music. Um, and as mm. I grew up, country music is really kind of where my heart settled. So Deanna Carter, um, you know, Shania Twain, Terry Clark even, um, there was a lot of kind of that, that country inspiration. Um, growing up, then kind of, you know, we all go through our pop phase, Pink, Adele are two of my big influences. I think their voices nice. just have so much of a story to tell. Um, Eva Cassidy is another one. The first time I heard her voice, it was, uh, you know, just like the angels mm-hmm. were singing. So I think um, that's really what I try and do is take a little bit, because they're all artists from different genres, and incorporate that to, uh, to my own sound. Exactly, and and in, then you've got Pink now singing, of course, on a country track with Kenny Chesney setting the world on fire, and they sound great together, and it just shows you that uh, different voices can sing different genres. Oh, absolutely. There's a lot of crossover now between pop and country, and I really think that's a super cool thing. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it allows people to discover a different side to their voice, um, but also cross genres, you know, um, find new fans, and yeah, I'm yeah. I'm all for it. What can someone expect, Jesse, when they go to see one of your shows? Uh, you know, a couple of the covers you might do, and do you like to chat with the audience? Yes, I love chatting with the audience. Um, I was, you know, even growing up, I've always been called a social butterfly, so that's uh, <laughs> this industry is <laughs> is definitely made for me. Um, but yeah, you can really expect to see something different depending on which show of mine you come to. I do solo, duo, trio, band work, cover and original stuff. So it keeps me pretty busy. Um, but there are definitely those staple songs that I love to sing. Um, you know, Shania Twain being one of them, that's kind of a cross genre type thing that I tend to do. Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen is one of my go-to's. Um, Someone Like You by Adele, I love singing as well. So, again, it really depends on the environment, um, Mm -hmm. but there's always definitely those staple songs. That is awesome. Uh, Let's talk about the uh, CCMAs. Uh, Obviously, they're coming up again in 2017 in September in Saskatoon, but uh, in 2016, they were in London, Ontario. Tell me about your experience at uh, the CCMAs of 2016. It was unreal. I had the uh, great fortune of being able to do a showcase this year with Diamonds in the Rough. Um, and, you know, it's always been my dream to be a part of CCMAs. I've been a fan of the Canadian country music industry for so long. So to be actually a part of that legendary experience was unreal. I'm, I'm really looking forward to, you know, going and hopefully being a part of it again this year. That is so awesome because it gives an artist like yourself and you did a showcase there, a chance for uh, making contacts and also showing what you can do. So people who are in the industry are there, and they'll see you perform. They can come up and talk to you. They can obviously follow up after that. It's great exposure. 
It really is. I know when I was performing, George Canyon was in the back of the room. Carolyn Dawn was there. Brett Kissel was there. Oh, wow. Jason Benoit was sitting at one of the tables. So it's really, you never know who's going to be walking by. Yeah. And that's the cool thing about CCMA week is everybody is there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty neat. I got to talk to George Canyon afterwards and just kind of exchange some words. So, yeah, it was it was pretty neat experience. That is so cool. And the, and the country music community, I, it seems especially that community is so supportive of other artists, the artists within it, the songwriters. Everybody's kind of rooting for each other and is genuinely happy with the, the success each one is having. It is really true. And that's one of the things that I love most, um, not just even about country music, but about you know Canadian country music is everybody is so supportive. I think you know, once one person's career starts to take off, it really does affect everybody else. So, yeah, I think rooting for rooting for your neighbors, rooting for, you know, your fellow artists and uh, songwriting together, collaborating, it's, it's a really cool industry for that. Absolutely. And, of course, with the CCMAs, let's talk about uh, the CMAOs, the Country Music Association of Ontario. The C, uh, CMAOs are the award show they do, and this year it'll be in June in London, Ontario. But throughout the year, the CMAO puts on different shows and road shows, and uh, they're just there to support Ontario country artists all through the year and at the awards. What has been your experience with the CMAO organization, and just how important do you think it is for our province? I really do think it's a super important thing. Um, I'm so happy that, you know, the the CMAO shows have started. I thoroughly enjoy going every single year. Um, I was also super excited to be a first-round uh, nomination this past year. So, again, nice. hopefully I saw that the um, the nominations are Thursday, so hopefully I get nominated again. Um, but either way, I've already bought my tickets awesome. to show up at the show. I Yeah. So it, it should be pretty cool. That is so cool. Yeah, the awards uh, every year are just amazing with Jason McCoy as, as the wonderful, funny host and uh, performances and getting to see uh, everybody from Ontario uh, connecting with, with their music and what they've done. Jesse, I want to thank you so much for being here. A pleasure always to have you on the show. And again, I'll encourage our listeners uh, to call their local country station, write them however they want to get in touch with them and ask them to play your new song called Hellbound. Thanks, Jesse. Thank you so much for having me on the show again. My pleasure. Once again, my guest has been Ontario's own Jessie T. Her website is jessiet.ca. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.